Welcome. I wanted to give a little preview of this week's podcast. Events that happened last week have compelled me to finally share my story in full. I will warn you that my story is very personal and maybe a little uncomfortable. And if you're not interested in hearing something like that at this time in your life, I understand completely. But if you are, stay tuned. The show will start in a moment. And today's show will be very, very impactful. Welcome to Rash Thoughts, a podcast about life and all its wonderful challenges. Get ready to change the way you think about yourself and learn why the world needs you. Dean Rash will share his life, his thoughts, and his vision for making our world better for future generations. Now, here is your host, Dean Rash. Welcome. Good morning, good day, good afternoon, whichever it might be for you. It's another week of Rash Thoughts. I'm your host, Dean Rash, and these are my thoughts. I think I want to clarify my my podcast title a little bit. You know, the name Rash Thoughts, obviously, is a little spin on how I pronounce my name. But additionally, these really are my thoughts and my life lessons that I've acquired through some of the challenges that I've gone through in my life. And I want to share them, and I want to share them in a way that we can apply them either to our personal life or we can bring them into our business world, and, and we can make, we can make things, uh, maybe put things into perspective a little bit more, help us understand how the world works, help us understand who we are, help us understand how we're supposed to interact with other people. And that's really the essence and the, and the purpose of what I'm doing. One of the things that, that I, I really like doing, a big part of who I am, a big part of what I do, is I love going into schools, sharing my message, talking to students, telling them what I've gone through, telling them that even with life challenges, things will get better. I share my story of my leukemia and the impact that that had. You know, and, and I, make my story, I make my story acceptable for people. I don't want it to be such a heavy, burdensome story because my, my, my story in, in that regard is actually, you know, positive. I, I survived. I was able to survive 30 years after being diagnosed with a pretty significant illness called acute myelogenous leukemia, which is typically not very treatable and, uh, and, and normally happens to older people. And I was able to make it, and that's a positive thing. But there's another big part of my life that I've, I've never really shared before. And this last week, I had the opportunity to speak at a school in central Wisconsin, and I decided to share a lot more of that other very personal story with these students. And I will tell you that at one point, I was completely blown away from the reaction that I got. And and in a way that made me, uh, made me weak in the knees, made me appreciate everything that I've gone through and where I've been and where I'm going, and helped me to fully understand my story a little bit better. And also, the reality is to give me the courage and the strength to actually share my story today on my podcast. Now, I don't know how many people are going to listen to this. I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know how many people are going to understand the story that I'm about to tell. But, but let me explain to you a little bit, if you probably get it from the title already, um, I was abused. And I'm not talking uh, physically abused. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm talking sexually abused. And 
I was sexually abused by an older male, and it started when I was nine years old and ended a few months after my 10-year birth, 10-year-old birthday, or my 10th birthday. And that, that situation, that part of my life had such a tremendous impact on me that I never have fully understood what it has done to me emotionally and mentally in terms of relating to other people. And my wife today has been very supportive of me and helping me understand this and getting through it. And I never shared my story of sexual abuse until two and a half years ago. I held the secret for 37 years from my parents. And I'll say, you know, from my dad and my stepmom as, as, I think I've mentioned in previous podcasts, my mom had passed away when she was only 29 years old. And the sexual abuse happened during that time frame that my mom was dying while my dad was, was asking for people to help uh, care for me so that I could stay in school and have some consistency in life. And somebody just happened to find me as a good victim. And I, tell, I, I decided to tell my story a little bit more this week when I was talking to the students at this school, and a couple of things came out of it. Uh, one of the things that happened is the teacher that was there, uh, Mr. Highfield, who's a, uh, very supportive in, in me coming to speak at his school, he, had, uh, he asked me a question at one time, and it actually related to my leukemia, and he asked me, how did I have the perspective and the strength and the courage and the fortitude and the desire and the willingness to, to stay positive and focused during my treatments for leukemia. I'm not sure where the thought came from. I'm not sure where the attitude uh, arose from and, and how I explained my answer. But I said, you know, the first thing that came to my mind, I, I think it was the abuse that helped me survive the leukemia. And as crazy as that sounds, it started to make sense to me later in the day. And that in abuse... In the situation I was in, it was very, a very mentally manipulative type of situation. And so I learned at a very young age how to check out and how to focus on other things and kind of let stuff happen, if you know what I mean, without going into any detail. I was able to check out. I was able to just not be there and get through it. And I think that that training, we'll call it, of abuse allowed me to use some of those same mental skills in my leukemia treatments to kind of check out and focus on something else other than what was happening to my body. And the, and the reason why I'm sharing this today is because when I gave my speeches this week, I always get a chance to talk to the students afterwards as they're leaving class or as they're heading off to whatever their next you know place they have to be is. And I was in the process of talking to a couple of kids, and they were, I hand out, like to throw out suckers to the kids when they participate and, and keep them involved and engaged. And, and a couple of kids were joking around with me about that and wanting more suckers. And as I stood there, there was a young girl um, that was, was, looked like she was trying to pass by me. She had her head down, she was holding her books, and she was very quiet, and I looked at her. She didn't look up at me, and then uh, I stepped back so I could let her pass through, and she just stood there. And 
I talked to those other students a little bit longer. And then I looked over at her and I said, how are you doing? And she just looked down at the table, holding her books, and she said, I cried. I said, you cried? You cried during my speech? And I, and she shook her head yes. And I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't want to make you cry. I just want to help you understand that you know, life can be tough sometimes. And I just, I want you to understand that it's going to get better. And she said, abuse, just said the word abuse. And I said, oh, it was the abuse story that, that upset you? And she said, no, I was abused. She told me it started when she was eight years old. And it lasted for three years. This young girl was only 13 or 14 years old. It's extremely fresh to her. And when I spoke to her in the speech, and when she heard me speak, it connected with her, and she understood that there's other people that have had this happen. And I lost the, the strength to stand, and I sat down next to her on the table, and I told her I was sorry to hear that. And I just asked her a couple of sim- simple questions, and, and uh, then she told me that she thought about a, a suicide. And she thought about killing herself because of the abuse. And I could feel myself getting really emotional, but I didn't want to show it to her. I wanted to show her a little bit stronger side. And so I just looked at her and I said, don't do it. I said, the thoughts have passed through my head as well, but don't do it. Can you promise me that? And she said, I promise I won't do it. And I told her, it's going to get better. Things are going to get better. I promise you that. It's not easy, but I promise you it'll get better. And she told me, thank you. And she thinks it will. And it broke my heart. I share my story to this class for the first time, really. And that's the response that I got back. And it was at that moment, reinforcing me again, and that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to share my thoughts and help people understand that life is tough, but life can get better. I had a two-hour and ten-minute drive home after talking to that person, that young girl. And I didn't know what to do. I cried. I drove. I drove in silence. Turned the music on. I cried some more. And then I just prayed for her. I asked God to protect her, to help her understand that what I told her today is true, that she, it'll get better. To help her appreciate and understand that suicide is not going to solve her problem. Help her understand that there's people like us out there that support each other. Help her understand that life will get better. Help her understand that this world is not that cruel. That there are good people in it and she'll have a happy life. I didn't know what else to do. I've thought about her a lot over the past few days, and I hope she's well. And I and I hope and I hope that things are getting better for her some way. I know that she's told people about it, and I know that she's got counseling, and I know that it's been dealt with. I just wish I was as courageous as she was. I mean, she was she came up to me as a complete stranger who shared a story and told me her story. 
And it's because of her that I'm telling you mine today. I've been wanting to tell this story for a long, long time. And, and I didn't. I've shared it sparingly with a few family members. The majority of my family has no idea. And if they hear this or when they hear this or if they read the blog that goes with it, they're going to know now. And the guilt and the shame and the embarrassment that I have had to live with and endure for the past almost 40 years now, it's been overwhelming at times. You have no idea. But now it's out there. Everybody knows. I'm not embarrassed of who I am or what I've gone through. I don't want to change what I've gone through because it changes who I am today. But I want to be honest with with myself and with the people around me about what I've gone through, what I've had to endure. And that young woman of 13 or 14 years old taught me a whole hell of a lot more in the course of a three or four minute conversation than I've ever learned in my entire life. She gave me more courage and strength and resolve to follow through on what my purpose in life is than I've ever received from anybody else before. It was one of the most powerful moments of my life. I will not forget it, and I will not let it go to waste. And that's why today I felt compelled that I needed to share, or this week I should say, to record and share this podcast. I would encourage you to share this podcast with others, because I will tell you the stats say that one in six males are sexually abused in their lifetime. I don't remember the stat for women, but I can tell you what it is for men. Suicide rates are extremely high for those who have gone through sexual abuse, so is alcoholism and drug abuse. I'm telling you it doesn't have to be that way. It can be better. I am committed to reaching out to as many schools, universities that will have me talk and speak, as well as civic groups, corporate organizations, conferences, conventions, to tell my message and my story of my life and what I've gone through and what it's taught me and what it can teach you that you can apply in your business or in your personal life. Because I will tell you what, whether you like it or not, or whether you want to believe it or not, the things that happen to you personally in life drive you in your business life and in your community life and whatever it might be. To be a parent, to be a father, a husband, a business owner, a business leader, a shop worker, whatever it might be. Your upbringing, the events of your life, those impact who you are and where you're going. Don't let them drag you down. Use those to make you better. Use those lessons and those events to be a positive in your life, not a negative. I want you to understand something. That we all have a choice. And that choice is to be the best person that we can be regardless of what happens to us or what circumstances we've been given. It's up to us to make that happen. It's up to us to choose to live life on purpose. And that is my message to you today. Again, like every day, live your life on purpose. Make your decisions and your choices so that your life and your world is the best that it can be. And that you get to live the life that you're destined for based on your gifts, your skills, your, your abilities, all that kind of stuff. Live your life on purpose. Promise me that. 
Promise me to live your life on purpose. I will talk to you next week. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to start having some guests on. And we're going to make this show rock. And I want you to share this podcast with people. You can find me on iTunes, iHeartRadio. Go to my website at dean at deanrash.com. Or that's my email address, I'm sorry. Or my website is deanrash.com. Get me in touch with schools in your area. High schools, middle schools, colleges, whatever it is. I want to speak at all of them. I want to let people know that life can be great. No matter how difficult it seems at this time. So again, as I leave you every time I end a podcast, I want you to remember always to live your life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Rash Thoughts. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and to follow Dean on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Help us change the world by liking and sharing this podcast so others can be inspired too. If your company or organization is looking for a speaker, contact Dean at dean at deanrash.com or visit his website, deanrash.com.